watermelon is popping. Tell you right now, I love my melon. There's actually 50 shades of melon. Legalize it. Yeah. Melanin. Yellow. Mm. If you're white, mm, ta, mm, mm, if you're black, come back. Mm, mm, if you're yellow, yes, you're mellow. Mm, mm, if you're brown, stick around. Mm, mm, if you're white, boom, bop. Mm, mm, if you're black, come back. Come back. Mm, if you're brown, stick around. Stick around. If you're yellow, you mellow. Mellow, mellow, mellow. If you're white, boom, bop. Remix. Holly Melanated. Red. Oh God, okay, you know what, hey guys, hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Highly Melanated. Highly Melanated, guys. We are here, PJ. Yushi. D-E-R, that's red backwards, sorry. (laughs) And Blair is here. (laughs) And the gang is here, we are here for another episode, guys. Uh, This is officially our... Hmm, our 21st episode. Oh 21. <laughs> pass me that. Pass me the Henny. Pass me the Syrah. Whoa. Why, why is the first thing, as soon as you turn 21, the first thing you want to do is drink? I mean. Legally. I mean, you exactly. know. Exactly. Well, some, like some, of us, go. some of us. ID, here you go. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> All confident. I was excited to get carded when I turned 21. Exactly. You, you know, I didn't buy the alcohol for me. I was buying it for a friend for her birthday, and I was all like, "I'll get the liquor. I'm legal." So <laughs> <laughs> you didn't have a fake. So nobody had fake IDs. So of course I did. Buy it. And no. he didn't even check my ID. I was so disappointed. Like, how dare you? you he just sold minors. it to me and didn't even check my ID. You I was really minors. upset about it. 
I had a fake. Still kind of am. It was um the the fake IDs. It's funny the the IDs that were made back then for New York at least. Um, they had like a um kind of like an abrasive like film to it, if you will. So you could take a um a pencil, a colored pencil, and you can change the numbers on it. So like depending on like what you wanted to do, you yeah, could just Jersey easily just you know change that three That's... to a you know another number, and you're you would good. Think that like the government would know better than that well this is why the the current um ids that you have you can't really write on them you know i mean but now the technology is so much better you could ever write on them though Mm -hmm. like i don't think i've ever had a state id that i could write on i'll bring i'll bring in um like an old i think i have an old id i'll bring on bring it in and show you guys it's really interesting (laughs) you can easily change it black red I think it was black, red, and green. I think those were the colors. It's, you have a black. Okay. You just change it. <laughs> right. Sorry. Black colors. Whoops. Black, red, and green. All right. <laughs> I like it. As, <laughs> anyway, guys, uh, as always, we thank you for coming back for another episode. If this is your first time here, we welcome you. Welcome. Welcome. Howdy. Hey. Comment, please. <laughs> Have a seat. Yeah, it's some sweet tea. <laughs> sweet tea. Hell, girl, love my sweet tea. Um, yeah, so thank you for coming to another episode of Highly Melanated, where we melanate your palate and feed your soul. Nom, 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 nom. Well, <laughs> be all looking at Durr. Right, Durr. <laughs> Durr. Because Durr is supposed to go right into it. Well, howdy, y'all. My name is Chris, and welcome to the highly melanated cantina where we just want to fill your bellies up. Your, your okay. name is what? You could, but the people here call me Red. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> you want to roll with that one? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so what? I try to do something different, but what what we want to do is we want to uh, put a toast out for today so i want to go out let me look around the room for a bit Does anybody want to have a, a particular toast that they want to give mm. <laughs> so one of the shout outs i want to definitely give is to lamar blake uh aka boogie blake he is in charge of the melanin overseas uh account on ig you could definitely look him up uh Definitely want to give him a shout out because he uh, was able to give us a couple of shirts that say Melanated Overseas is actually really good. If whenever we get the chance, we'll actually put it up there. But shout outs to you and shout outs to your um, black owned business because we definitely want to support you in any way that we can. So thank you very much. That's right. Thank, you, thank awesome. you. Thank you. Thank you. And if he did, since he didn't mention it, what you guys do can actually go to his Instagram and find his his information, and that would be Melanin Overseas. That's the actual regular way you spell it, and Overseas. So you can check out his stuff there. There's a link on his Instagram to actually take you to the website. You can see all the beautiful T-shirts and everything that he has in store. Just really just promoting uh, black travel. So and I think mm-hmm. that's something that more of us need to do. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Just get out of our comfort zones and, you know, There's more explore. out there. There's more Amazing. out there than your hood. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A good one, and there are stars in the sky, so look up sometimes. Shine bright like a diamond. <laughs> I was gonna think of the other song, but I couldn't think of the name. How it goes? I'll tag on it. 
的四十首。So、done, <笑>是一定那个。Yeah. Stars are closed. I don't know where you just went. I, I have just, no I, idea. It was like was in the realm, but you said, "So you agree with me?" I was like, "Did you feel it in your body?" General rhythm. So by the time this episode will actually be released, it will have already had been Thanksgiving, guys. Uh, so we wanted to shout out to you and wish you a happy Thanksgiving. Hope it was happy and and merry and joyful, and you gave thanks for something. Yeah. Unless you don't eat turkey, then buck 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 buck. Unless you eat. Some people have Thanksgiving goose. I'm sorry. I I have. Some people have. Well, damn. Thanksgiving. Quack quack. That was actually a really good shaka daka quack quack. That was actually a really good goose impression. Tell me where y'all know that come from. Shaka daka quack quack. So we want to also break into what we normally do. It's off and on. Is to our melanated senses, where you can talk about anything for the week that we have seen, heard, smelled. Tasted or touched? <laughs> Don't be afraid to touch. Well, my melanated senses were all overly stimulated because we had a friendsgiving. Yes, friendsgiving. So I saw friends. I ate good food. I danced and touched and moved my body. I mean, I literally did like a black flip into a split. And did my Aaliyah thing, so yeah, I danced and did <laughs> But more importantly, um, it was a gathering, you know, of friends, and it was a beautiful experience. And you know, we tried this like charade game on the phone. Oh yeah, was that was fun. The only one like calling out the answer, like, "Oh, dinosaur." <laughs> I didn't realize that we were playing charades. I had to like act it out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, "Dinosaur." Yeah, but um, shout out to PJ because PJ cooked a full meal. Oh, glad I'm glad. Hey. A full meal. I'm that glad to have you guys. So it was all right. I mean, there that was some things was I realized. Banging. I realized there was a lot I could have done differently with it, but you know. But that's the art of cooking. Right. Yeah. Like, critic, aren't we? You uh, people over here praising you for your. It was all right. Cause Cause you know, I, I no, I knew the pasta was good. That's why I said. I said I was gonna have a backup meal. I came back in the kitchen like, um, that pasta good. Backup meal. Um, so yeah, so I mean, the pasta was good. Uh, yeah, it was I knew excellent. That. It was, I, I, you know, what it is. Um, to be honest with you, um, as many of you may have may know, if you guys actually follow me at all, some a little bit, I've been up and down with my emotions, and it was very last minute that uh, three friends of mine, you she included, uh, reached out and said, you know, something, let's do a friendsgiving. Uh, shout out to you, Tony Ann and Stephanie, uh, for helping coordinate. Yes, you she for. Bringing over the mac and cheese hey. and the yams. What? You want to jump in? <laughs> <laughs> and we bought the yams, and I and bought a little, yams, early, and, and and I bought a more, you know, a little early day juggling wine for me and share. <laughs> Shout out to Aaliyah that was over here yeah. uh, wearing a wig, dancing like she was if your girl only knows. Sure was. I brought some whiskey. The things we do when we whiskey. have fun. I'm telling mm-hmm. you, it was amazing. My melanated senses is dedicated to. A Instagram person who has actually uh, shouted us out and retweeted some of our things as well as put on his Instagram. So this is a shout out to you, Stoic 
persona. Shut out. <laughs> thank up? you so much. We appreciate you. We appreciate you. Thank 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 you. That's that. That is. That seems like a toast, but it's more like a. I felt that. I yeah. felt the love because you and I had a private conversation uh, via DM, and you seem like a really, really cool guy. So thank you so much for being our support. Our support. High five emoji. Um, and then just one other melanated sense to throw out. So last week I had the um, opportunity to go to a screening for um, Empire. So it was it was a screening, uh, but it was also a Q and A with Jesse Smollett. And it was awesome because hey, hey. Um, <laughs> it was also really cool because I got to talk to him afterwards and he's like a super like chill, like really awesome guy. But it was really cool because, um, first of all, just so many black people in the audience. But of course, it's Empire. So, mm-hmm. you know, but um, after one of the questions that kind of came up um, from the moderator was just what it's like to work on the Empire set and what it's like to work with all the different um, celebrity guest stars that they have come in on the show, um, Felicia Rashad and um, Forrest Whitaker and um, Neil Long and just all the different people that they have. And so he was talking about his experience with them and then he kind of segued into just the experience that he has on the set in general with just working with so many black people all around, not just the cast, but the crew also. He's like the grip people, the the camera operators, you know, the production assistants. Like there's so many black people that work there. And he was just noting how great of an experience that is to not only work with a black cast, but to work with a predominantly black crew also. So I thought that was super cool. That is actually right, really awesome. Right. That is. Shout I mean, out, Jesse. I mean, it's what, what's, thank you, Jess, Jesse, for uh, picking that part up because, you know, especially as an actor working on some different sets mm-hmm. and you see all the moving parts that it actually takes to get an actual production completed or just started and throughout the whole production um, process, it's just beautiful to see just nothing but a bunch of beautiful black faces uh, that in an industry where it's, I wouldn't say it's controlled, but I would say it's like heavily, well, it's it is predominantly white, you know, and uh, it's great to see us actually taking a step and taking a, uh, taking the initiative to create something that's for us by us. FUBU. Mm-hmm. Whatever happened to Fubu? Whatever happened needs to it stay where it is. <laughs> oh, come on now, you might not have liked the clothes, I, I but mean, the I'm concept was dope. I mean, the concept was dope. Yeah, I think I think it's coming back actually. Well, I hope it does. I I actually really liked Fubu when I was younger, just because of Wait, everything on. it represented. Hold on, let me Google this because I really. What happened was their styles didn't stay up to date. Mm-hmm. Well. That's mm-hmm. the only thing that Makes happened. Sense it didn't stay up to date. Day one is going to be different than day two. Sure. Okay. We're some very fashionable people. Okay, okay. we got to keep it moving, keep it pushing. Um, let's see. One melanated sense I'd like to talk about communication. What would that be? Listening or speaking? Both. Both. It is Mercury retrograde, people. Mm. Be careful what you say and how you say it because regardless is going to be misconstrued Mm -hmm. so just be mindful and speak with love because i and another person that i know had a misunderstanding and when i noticed it i said the least and i only said what was needed but this person gave me a million paragraphs and all i'm saying guys is mercury retrograde don't find yourself out here over explaining for no reason (laughs) i've found that that's one of my biggest pet peeves is when people over explain themselves 
like when people for no reason for no like I have a couple people at work that do that like they feel like they need to give me points A through Z when all I asked was a yes or no question <laughs> yeah. you know like I'm I saying? just need a yes or a no like I don't know that's the right. full backs and she <laughs> does it every time like it's to the point where it's like I don't want to talk to her to ask her questions because I'm gonna get a full autobiography what do you think that's from I don't know, but she does it with everybody. I can, you know, okay. So she's over communicator. So here's the in- yes. so here's the interesting thing. So I mean, shout out to my mother. I love her dearly, but she is a, definitely an over communicator. I can ask her what time are you coming over to my uncle's, and she'll be like, "Well, you know, because you know when I wake up in the morning, she gives me this whole entire rundown." And I think a lot of it also comes from not being sure of yourself. So you have to reassure your, yourself, reassure, reassure yourself, so your mind, you're working it out. Yeah, and it's really, you know, it's like we, she and I have had this conversation over and over again. I'm like, I didn't ask you all of this. It was a simple yes or no question. I feel like it might also be like a validation thing. It is. Like a, yeah, somebody yeah. at some point like didn't validate them on something. So they feel like they need to be heard. Everywhere. Every, yeah. It's I funny. mean, no no bad thing to my mom, but I love her dearly, but that's just one of the things that Greg yeah. cares about her. I love, her. I love you, mom. I think it also just depends on like what type of people you're talking to because I know sometimes yeah. when I'm at mm-hmm. work, I find myself repeating and re- going over fine details and I can see my employees getting like, Ugh, you said that already and you know, you don't need to tell me that and we went over But the you're not doing like, it. That's, that's no, no, different. That's but, why I'm right, saying it. Exactly. But which that's is different. different. No, that's right. completely different. No, no, no. It's but it's like what she what she what you she just said, like they're not doing it. This is why I just. This is why I have to repeat myself. But no, that's the difference from having to repeat yourself right. than having to go for this entire long drawn out story when all I asked were are you I going to the, are you no going question. to the register? I agree. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's can you can you come up and sign? Well, up? the first thing I have to do is that are no. you going <laughs> yes or no? For and real. The other part of mm-hmm. me feels like I I always think everything happens for a reason, and mm-hmm. I think that I continue to have like these encounters because it's not one. But it's two people at work, but they do it like differently. Like one of them is just over explains herself all the time. And then the other one, I'm sure it's a validation thing with him. Like he's trying to prove himself. But I think that for me, it's a lesson in patience because I know that sometimes I can be very impatient. And so I think that I continue to encounter this to just help me learn to be more patient. But it's still really annoying. Mm-hmm. I hear you. From what I experienced, it was like, hey, so availability pops up. Okay, throw out some dates. Oh, I, I expected you to throw out some dates. I, um, okay. <laughs> Smile through it. Okay. Well, in the industry, it works like this. And when you do this and when you work with people and you act, okay. Okay. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Even sounded, it's like, yeah. Mercury retrograde, no problem, sir. Mercury retrograde, always. Thank like, you. Don't come again. I mean, it depends on who you are. It depends on obviously where you where you fall. Absolutely. I mean, it, it works good for you, and sometimes it doesn't work. I think this year, I mean, at least I'll say this for myself. Uh, I'm grateful that I found my rose quartz. If you guys haven't seen it, look a little pink yeah. on I finally. So I do feel a little bit better oh, being around. I was there for that finding. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. But you know, like the as Venus coming out of retrograde and then moving Mer- down to. Um, Okay. Mercury going into retrograde actually kind of works a little bit in, in the Libra's favor. I think it's the Libra's, and I think it's like two more other times I can't think of. I think it's like Libra's cancers, and I don't 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 quote me because I haven't looked it up because I'm selfish. So I'm going to look at the Libra stuff, but uh, I'm looking forward to this this retrograde for the first time in a while. I kind of am too because we're coming out of the Venus retrograde, which is like it's time to be beautiful again. 
So yeah, I <laughs> cut my hair, got a new new little look going on, and I just like it, you know. And I feel like this is a time for reflection. So it's more so a time to listen more and speak less because you have how many ears and how many mouths, mm-hmm, and how many eyes. So just observe, listen, speak less, say what's only say necessary. There you go. <laughs> that little voice in the back of your head. Do it now. What's that? One of my, uh, I forget what it's from, but there's this quote. It's from some movie, and it says, and it's um, only speak if you can improve the silence. Mm. I like it. I need to tweet that. Say that Mm. one more time. Only speak if you can improve the silence. Okay. Mm. It's from a movie. I don't remember what movie it is. She said, only speak if it can improve the silence. Do not let that pass your thick brains, people. Mm -hmm. Because that's a deep statement right there. That is a Blair gem. You know, I have. Let a me find out. Blair's gonna start dropping Blair gems. Hey, Blair gems. Hey, I like it. Yes. Gems. <laughs> <laughs> I know my dad used to say. Um, he used to say something like, "Silence is wisdom," and that's so funny. Like actually learning what that is, because especially as a person who always has to have something to say or the last word, you know, sometimes it's just best to just say. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Okay, so I gave the credit wrong. Um, I I heard it from a movie, but apparently the original quote is from Mahatma Gandhi. So there you go. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. So let me give credit where credit is due. <laughs> Shout out Gandhi. But the first time I heard it was, was from a movie. movie. What movie? I don't know. Oh, I don't know. I don't remember. That's funny. There's someone out there like I know that movie, and they're exactly. yelling the name. Yo, right if now. you we if hear you, you know the movie, Please slide in our DMs or us. leave a leave us a comment and let me know, Something. or hit me up uh, and, JBT Dub as, on as Instagram. She, as she mentioned that, yeah, <laughs> JBT Dub at Instagram, uh, acting regent at Instagram, <laughs> underscore Yushi. Is I it know, underscore? underscore is no, it's just Yushida. It's just Yushida. Everywhere. It, Yushida at Instagram and Phil Nominal at Instagram. <laughs> also, more importantly, you can follow us as always on Twitter, which is H underscore Melanated Pod. You can find us also on Instagram. Uh, please be patient. I am still working on uh, cultivating it to make it nice and pertinent to keep up. And that is the highly melanated, that is highly melanated podcast. And also, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, want to just talk about a topic you want to give a suggestion you want to do anything you want to say hi to us you want to say hello you want to say hi just no unsolicited dick pictures please you can send that to well actually for that matter you can just inbox me those now um you can (laughs) (laughs) i saw that coming (laughs) it's a new day uh at is it that new no it's really not okay New, new. <laughs> That's a whole it's, new horizon. If you can email, you can. <laughs> I just say it. You can email us at highly validated uh, podcast at gmail.com. Can you please say that quote that your dad used to say again, please? Silence is wisdom. Silence is wisdom. I like it. Moment of silence. Mm. So, yeah, I'm actually, my thirst is quenched. I'm a little bit hungry, though. My belly's like, yeah. So I think I'm going to serve some of Phil's leftover Friendsgiving bow tie pasta with that chicken. I don't know who Phil is. Um, it doesn't matter. But we're gonna serve some of his bow tie pasta with the chicken. <laughs> For those who don't eat chicken, we have salmon as an option. Or just broccoli and mushrooms. Um but with that being said It normally would have been shrimp, but this one here is allergic, so That's what? I don't have to eat it. Actually, I, I've eaten some recently. Mm-mm. I ate some recently. Eaten some. Yeah, please. Eaten some. I have. So. 
Whatever. I'll eat it. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, you should. This bow tie chicken is banging. I'm just going to go and put a little Parmesan on top right quick. And with the Parmesan on top, I think I'm going to call this Parmesan integrity. We're going to just sprinkle some integrity all over this topic right here. Love integrity. So I like to talk about integrity, um, especially with us coming off of these quotes that each of us were sharing about, um, you know, the wisdom of saying less and listening more. Um, So, for example, um, it's Mercury retrograde right now. So communications are definitely out of whack, even if you don't believe in because it's not something to believe in. Mercury retrograde is not something that you believe in. It's just is what it is and it affects everyone. So with that being said, I'm going to try to be as clear as possible. Um, So for me with integrity, um, you know, like I am, for example, I'm here in New York. I'm 33 years old. I'm going on 34. I don't have a family. I don't have a children. I'm still single and I'm making huge sacrifices in my life to be here because I said that, you know, when I'm 80, I don't want to sit back and look back at my life and say, I should have, could have, would have. Or see somebody else take my slot and been like, that could have been your grandma. You know, but I was comfortable with just falling back to, you know, like being comfortable with the norm, the nine to five norm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So with that being said, with me making the sacrifice, um, there's just certain things that I'm just not willing to do. And there's certain things that I'm willing to dive head deep in. For example... I am always willing to participate in quid pro quo, something for something. I'm always willing to help you with your project if helping you with your project is going to help me with whatever that I'm doing creatively. And there's nothing wrong with that. So, for example, PJ came to Blair, Red, and myself and was like, we should do a podcast called Holly Melanated. And I was like, oh, my God, I love this idea because this is an amazing. It gives us a platform to be able to speak our um, opinions, our concerns, whatever it is that we want to, you know, speak to the world. And blessed listeners, y'all been riding with us. Mm-hmm. Thank you. We are so grateful for every Thank single you. one of you. Thank you. But, you know, just more importantly, um, you know, we all individually have a lot of projects going on. And, you know, and and, and there's times when we help each other out. and We're like, you know what? I can use an extra hand helping me and you're willing to dive in. But, you know, if there's something that's a project that's going to take me completely away from what I'm doing and it's not helping to progress me in any kind of way, I can't be a part of it because I'm making a huge sacrifice to be in New York working for this company that I'm working for to be able to. You know, do the shit and I need to do. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I'm also not willing to go back to none of my exes. That's a part of integrity, the things that I'm not willing to do. But, but I am what? willing to find something new. But-, <laughs> 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 but wait, okay, so so like this the interesting thing, um, like I love the conversation about integrity um on a regular basis because um, you know, another lesson from my grandmother, uh you can't live a purposeful life unless you live with integrity, unless you lead with integrity. And what does it mean to you? Like, who are you? And who are you willing to not be? Like, what will it take for, like, if I was to give you, Red, $5 million, mm-hmm. and I wanted you to completely go against everything you stood for. Nothing. <laughs> All ratchet and stuff. <laughs> I take nothing. it. <laughs> I would no. be like, well, for how long do I have to do that? Um, I'm just being honest. Like, for how long? So, I mean, for anything. Like, let's say I'll give you five million dollars to vote for Trump in 2020. So, okay. oh, 
<laughs> he gonna win anyway. He ain't up to me. It's up to the electoral college vote. So I'm gonna bamboozle you and get my five million. How we doing? So then, that changes your definition of integrity. You don't think that's like that? that that's like but the American wait, people who don't vote presidents in office. So it doesn't matter. Okay. So yes, I would vote for him for five million. You're damn right. So for me, okay, when it comes yeah. to integrity, like you asked me that question, it kind of it kind of goes off of like what Yushida said. Mm-hmm. I think it really just depends on how does this affect the masses, like right? Like I can deal with the the side effects or the aftershock of whatever my decisions are if it only it solely affects me mm-hmm. but if it has to deal with other people i think then that's when i start saying hey no absolutely not i can't do that so like for example Ooh. going back to the whole the whole trump thing if you mm-hmm. give me five million dollars to vote for trump mm-hmm. i would i would do what you said i would take it not because i don't think that i shouldn't vote for trump but i live in new york which is primarily democratic and i don't think that that's gonna happen (laughs) you know shake it you know so i would i would easily get that now if you're saying that for me to vote that uh, vote that way in a red state Mm -hmm. i would be all like hell no motherfucker and i'd be like pass it to me right yeah exactly (laughs) i would be like i wouldn't do it so what about like something like uh I mean I love the I keep throwing these examples out to see if this is like would stop you. Uh to do something with Megan Kelly or any one of these other uh people who Rush Limbaugh. Well, here's so. the thing about that. Like here's the thing I feel about like hypotheticals. Like I feel like we can say what we think we would do until we're blue in the face, but Very true. You never know what you're actually going to do until mm-hmm. you're actually faced with that scenario. Mm-hmm. You might think, you know, all the way up until something happens that this is the way I would react to something or this is the decision I would make if I were in that situation. Like if I had to decide, like, you know, the $5 million vote for Trump or vote for Megyn Kelly or whatever. And the other thing with that is, like, the person that we are right now is not is not hopefully not going to be the person that you're going to be later down the road. So you're always changing. Preach. You're always growing. You're always evolving and becoming somebody or something new that's hopefully going to think about the decision that they're making in a more mature or just a different like stage of growth than they were when they were originally asked that question five ten whatever years ago so like I understand like you know like putting hypotheticals out there like what would you do with this or what would you do with that but I've always been a person who always feels like if I were to answer that question, I would say, well, I would think that I would and then answer the question. But mm-hmm. I know that that might not necessarily be the case when it comes down to actually having to actually make that decision. Mm-hmm. Let me throw a monkey bone in this whole thing. Have you any of you seen Sorry to Bother You? No, I haven't seen it. OK, yet. spoilers. Spoiler. That's actually pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> so... It was all about him becoming a top-notch, high-selling telemarketer. Mm-hmm. He made it. But when he got to the top, he found out what really it was about. So when he got to the top top, it was about selling, um, what is it called, human... God, help me with the word. Remains. Um, no. Uh, I don't know. Human labor. So when he got to the top, it was about human selling trafficking? human labor, human labor, like slavery, not tra- tra- like all that, labor. all of that, all of that. Okay. So what happened was the company realized that humans can't keep up with the um, the demand to make products. So what they figured was they would introduce horse DNA into the human, have the human turn into a, her- a horse human because they'd be much stronger. They'd be able to work much faster. So when uh-huh. the guy who 
became a top seller, got to the top, they wanted him to be the leader. They said, listen, Sniff, that's a bad spoiler. Um, take off that part. So when he got to the top, they, they should have already seen this because out of the theaters by now. So it's okay. Continue. It's okay. Um, sorry. So when he got to the top, he went into the office and the guy offered him some white powder on a plate. He mm-hmm. and was like, "Okay, let's talk." But at first, he was like, "I don't know about that." Dude was like, "Go ahead, whatever. You know, you know, we gonna we gonna talk about this." So basically, he proposed to him. We have these horse people doing this. We need a horse people leader, mm-hmm. like an MLK to, to, to black folks. We need a horse people leader to keep them in line. Mm-hmm. Would you be willing to be one of these people for five years and I'll pay you $100 million to be this? And he immediately walked out, blew the whistle on him, told everybody, and was trying to shut this thing down for two weeks later for him to actually turn into one. Okay. But the thing is, the guy was saying he had the antidote, and he was just like, "I'll give you a hundred million if you want to do this for five years, control the horse people, so that we can introduce this, these, these, this creation to society and make it a norm." This, That's this, this, definitely something I would never do. Y'all gonna have to just kill me, just cut my neck off. Wait, wait, just wait, pause. <laughs> pause before hundred million dollars. This, this this word of horse people is this actually was in the movie? Because all I yes. can think about is human centipede. Whatever somebody says. No, 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 no. <laughs> it's like in the centaur? movie. So think about it. Like, well, you're fake. No, not like yeah, a centaur. Because it wasn't like a centaur. Because people. you're on two feet. Okay. But you know, you get the snout. <laughs> you know why I'm looking at you? <laughs> right. You grow up. You get tall, you get the snout, you get the muscles. Sorry. You get the snout. You mm-hmm. know, you get taller, you get the muscles. Okay. You know how the horse got them strong ass hind legs that get the shit out your ass? <laughs> yeah, you get all of that. It's just that I don't know. What you, that you, laugh you don't was, have an but. extra Come on, Mr. Ed. body to you like on Xena and Hercules. Mm-hmm. It ain't that type of thing. But it's like you're a horse person. Okay. And you got the strength. You 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 could talk and everything, but it's like Mr. Ed kinda oh, talking. Oh, okay. Hundred okay. million dollars. Okay. So I, I guess I have to see the movie now to actually understand. Wouldn't do that. That's something I definitely know. I don't give a damn what stage in my life. I'm like, mm-mm, you got to kill me. All right, so yeah. let me let me flip. I mean, you do get a horse you, dick. Did you have something to say really quick, Red? <laughs> no, not wait, anymore. Wait, wait, what? I don't know. I talk about it. centaur penis. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to find somebody who wants to have sex with your horse-like self? Okay. <laughs> I mean, you know. So, um. <laughs> I can cut that out. It don't matter. I'm not even going to. I don't even know yet. But that's we'll a crazy situation that I know for yeah. a sec. I would not do. Like, well, kill that's me. the thing. Like, there are some scenarios like that where it's kill like. Kill me. <laughs> like, I, I think it's a, it's, a, it's a question of, like, just, like, different. How strongly convicted are you in your morals? Because when we talk exactly. about integrity, mm-hmm. to me, integrity is, um being honest to your personal morals or values and what what you will or will not do or how you will or will not like compromise those and it can be on i think we tend to think about it on like such like a large like scale but it can be it can be as small like um the other day my roommate and i were having this conversation about um because i don't have my ears pierced so we were talking about We were actually talking about two things. So I was having this conversation with my roommate about whether or not I would pierce my ears because of the industry that I work in. Because I model and act a lot of, you know, it's all about like what you're wearing and costuming and 
um, my roommate, she's a model too, and she does a lot of e-commerce. And so that's like, that's not only clothes, but it's jewelry too. So she has to have her ears pierced for her job. And so she asked me, you know, like if you started doing more e-commerce, would you pierce your ears? Because already it's, it's not so much of an issue. Like when I go on set and they try to like give me earrings and I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, I don't have my ears pierced. As of right now, it's not that big a deal, but it could potentially become a bigger deal down the line. So she's asking me, would you get your ears pierced? And I'm saying no. And the reason for that is because I personally do not have a desire to do it. And I'm not going to do it because my job wants me to do it. Like that's like my like level of like integrity and like being honest, like with myself. And then um, earlier this week, I, like I was actually having a conversation with another friend of mine because he was asking about like being a model too. And one of the struggles that I face being a model is I'm considered an, an in-between model. So I'm not straight size, which is zero to six. And I'm not plus size, which is 14 and up. I'm, I'm in between. And for all of us models who are in that in that area that's like a size like 8, 10, 12, the industry is so difficult for us because we're not marketed to. And so it's always been a question, no matter what agency I'm with, one of the first questions they always ask me is like, well, you know, you would get more work if you drop down to like a size 6 or you would get more work if you put on weight and went up to a size 14. Again, this is something that I personally am not going to do um, and stay honest and true to myself because I'm not going to change who I am to fit the industry or to mm -hmm. fit the mold. Mm -hmm. So that's me just having integrity about myself and being honest to my values. You know, it's, it's so funny you say that because I wanted to piggyback really quick before you even mentioned that. It's so funny. Um, but like in another example, uh, let's say that this show itself gets picked up by somebody who is against everything that I stand for, everything I think all of us stand for, no matter what they would throw at us, I think that I would just completely say, you know, thank you for the offer, but no, we can't. You know, I, I, I myself, anything I want to attach my name to has to be of a quality of something that I would actually do or something I would actually say or something I would actually support, not just because money is being thrown or situations or you're going to be in the room with these other people. That's perfectly fine, but... Unfortunately, what this face does is tell no lies. So no matter where you put me, I'm going to be like, eh, I, I, it's really hard to but, like get through that. But right. then I propose, I propose a very complex question. What's so, um, <clears throat> so for some of you out there that know, I'm actually doing a sketch right now, and one of the, one of the sketch was uh, is actually pertaining to integrity. Mm -hmm. And um, if you are proposed with, let's just say, money or riches or fame or that next stepping stone to get to where you need to get to would are you going to compromise temporarily in order to kind of go back to what you were doing because when we were done with the sketch the director was actually um joe denazi he was actually speaking about how um a lot of actors they don't they don't take on the things that they're as their passion or what they want to do, but they do it for the money so that they can double back on certain mm -hmm. things mm -hmm. and then mm -hmm. further create that that premiere movie that now will be a hit because you're now a famous actor. Mm -hmm. You know, so like when you bring up honesty and then when you hear things like being genuine, you know, would you put briefly put that on hold or are you just like absolutely no, I can't go it's that It's like route. a question of like how much are you willing to compromise for this, you know, how much are you willing to do in the short term? 
for the long term. Mm-hmm. So like, like to, for me, like in that kind of scenario, like I like I would like to think that I wouldn't do anything that I am going to one day regret. So if I'm faced with some type of decision where it's like, I'm going to feel some type of way about this forever or for some period of time, then I'm like, you know what? Let me just leave that alone. That's not for me. So I don't want to make decisions where my my moral compass or my moral upright is is going to be something that keeps me up at night, wishing I had done something mm-hmm. different. Mm-hmm. You know, honestly, when it comes to that situation, because I'm a different person than I was like 10 years ago, I can't necessarily answer that until I'm in the situation to see what will happen because exactly. I take what my I passion very serious. Right. And yep. if I can get that platform to be able to... Um, um, present my passion to the world. Um, I'd have to see what was happening, what was being offered compared to what I'm going to receive. Right. Uh, to be honest, but there are certain things that I'm absolutely firm with. Like for example, um, when it comes to dating, um, I have had a few mishaps here and there, and a lot of my friends say to me, "Oh, well, the guys are interested. You just don't interested in them." And I'm like, because I have a certain standard. Because at one time that was like letting anybody through the gate. And now that I'm older and I know what I want and I don't want, especially, I'm very more I'm very more reserved. So it's like if I meet a guy and we have a conversation and I and I immediately hear that uh, bullshit, I'm going to be like, thank you. Have have a nice night. But okay, so that's different from integrity, though. That's your standard. That's actually your your base foundation. No, I used to let anything through the gate before. Like I Uh used to be like, oh, he likes me. I like him. Let's make this happen. But now it's not about it's it's a it's a it's it's more to the scenario. Right, right, right. So then, okay. So then, for your integrity definition in 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 man, when it comes to dating, like it means that you won't settle for anything less than what you feel already, right? Or you feel that like you deserve, or anything that you. Felt. I won't settle for anything that I've gone that I've experienced in the past. Like okay. the same type of situation. So I see those people coming and I know what it is. And I'm like, okay, it's time to change the vibration, change what I'm attracting. Mm. Because I can't keep making the same decisions. Okay. Yeah, that's what I'm referring to. So that's why I said like in that um, particular you know, situation, I'm kind of just like, okay, I'm not willing to bend. Even if it includes me not ever being with anybody. Okay. I'm okay with that. Um. Yeah, I'm not sure if I think. Oh, see, you know, and and that's how I love. Like, there are a lot of different words that have so many different meanings to everybody in different facets and different you know levels, whatever. Um, like, whenever I look back and think about things that I that really defines my integrity is when it comes to speaking up for other people who can't speak for themselves or are not there present to speak up for themselves because it's one thing to badmouth anybody and you you know this person or whatever the situation is and you just sit there and listen that means you're a person for in my definition of low integrity because if you had really if 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 you cared more you would say something um or like i'm not sure if i i'm not sure if it was in this group that i i shared this story about when i used to work for this i think it is uh when i used to work for this hospital and we had a gazebo in the back and there was three days in a row and they were talking about gay people and normally I would keep to myself, you know, and I I'm very much have always been a person um, that really learns to speak up for people who don't speak for themselves. And I tried my best to no matter what situation I'm going to be in to actually continue to speak up as long as it really doesn't make a conflict, then it's easier for me. Uh, but I remember very vividly about like you went on for three days and it was like day after one day after two day after three. Um, 
of just conversations about gay people and how they're going to hell or how I'm sorry, how we're going to hell or how uh, we're going to die of all AIDS or anything like that. And it was by the nice. third. Right. Right. And it was by and these were like women that I was working with. And then by the third day, um, they noticed that I've been sitting there in this whole space with them and didn't say anything. And then one said, you know, there's a man here. What do you think about it? And I, you know, took a deep breath and and I just said, you know, well, because I'm gay, you know, I jaw drop, jaw drop, jaw drop. And I felt like that was the moment that something clicked in my head about what it means for me to speak up for me and those who don't speak up for themselves as well. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, that's like a definition or a true definition for the integrity that I stand for, that I'm never going to like mute myself for anybody. You know what I, th- I find to be kind of like a common thread through this conversation that we're having about integrity is a lot of the scenarios that we're like proposing or talking about um, all involve some form of temptation. And so that's kind of where just kind of the pinnacle where your integrity is kind of called into question mm-hmm. when there's something that is tempting you to do otherwise or to do the opposite or go against um your moral compass. So in in the situation you just gave uh, PJ, where it's um, you're you're you have the ability to like speak up for like people who you know don't don't get to have a voice. There's like that temptation, uh, you know, do I say something? Do I not say something? Um, in my scenario, it's you know um, the temptation of like, well, I would get more work if. And then with the whole Trump money thing, like, oh, I would get all this money if. So I feel like you can't talk about integrity without talking about the thing that compromises your integrity, which seems to be temptation. Once again, and I mentioned this before, I think it just for me, it goes back to like the greater good. Right. Because Mm -hmm. as we grow, as we become different people, you're going to constantly have a change in heart in terms of where your integrity lies or where that line is. So like you mentioned before, like, okay, like someone is a virgin and you have the temptation to not be a virgin anymore or you have the temptation to kind of just stay the way that you are Mm -hmm. and as you become as an adult you're not going majority of people are no longer going to be a virgin anymore so it's a matter of like when you're ready so for me once again it goes back to the greater good am i harming somebody Mm -hmm. or am i harming a community or the next person and if i'm not then how can i you know what is my decision based on that because mm-hmm. we're not going to stay the same. So even with you, like how you brought up the whole, you know, the decision to to vote for President Orange, you know, if you if you turned around to me two two years from now and said, I'm going to vote for President Orange, would I look at you funny? Yes. But do I know what your intentions are and what is the bigger scene or what's the bigger mm-hmm. deal? No. And that's where the conversation lies. Mm-hmm. Is it for the greater good? And you know what's so funny about that? Because like, here's another thing about like integrity itself. Integrity is also something that defines character, you know. And I think, and again, this is PJ's definition or how I see things. Um, but I look at people like, and you know, it's weird that I even like say this, but like uh, people who have high platforms, like Beyonce or Jay Z or anything, they do all of these uh, philanthropists work or you know they donate a lot without letting people know that it's been done you know and it's something that they keep doing and it's uh it's like a a situation where you 
if you're a really good person, you're gonna do stuff no matter what when somebody is watching or not. Like character building for me is like you're the same person no matter what. If the camera's on, if the camera's off, if there are people around, if they're not, you're still gonna do the exact same thing. That scenario specifically, like I struggle with that like so much, like because I see like on Instagram, like you know, like oh, like some person famous rapper whoever out here you know like in the streets like giving people money and then i'm like part of me is like okay you know like that's cool but then the other part of me is like did you have to record that you know to like show show the world but then again it's like well it helps there's 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 different reasons as to why like you think that like somebody is doing it and i'm sure like they have like their reasons for doing it and you can speculate as to what those reasons are but you can't deny that one of the positive things that comes out of that specific scenario is it can be inspiring people see it and then they want to do it so that could be one of the reason reasons why people um put stuff on the gram like that but then like in the example that you gave with like Beyonce and Jay-Z they do so much philanthropic work that they don't advertise or like you know like put out there for just um just so somebody can like observe it so or praise them or or, praise them for it that's the thing I think that like I get annoyed when I see that kind of stuff on Instagram and I again I don't know what their motivation is for doing it unless they specifically tell you what their motivation was for doing it and for recording it and for putting it on social media but some of the times my immediate reaction is like oh you're just doing this because you want to be praised Mm -hmm, for it mm -hmm. and I have like I have moral issues with that. I agree. Like, if you're going to do something, just do it. You know, you don't have to publicize it. But then again, like I said, on the flip side of it, because it is publicized, it's something that can be inspiring and make others want to go and do the same thing. I mean, I, that, that, see, that's, the, uh, that's that fine line. Like, you have some of uh, uh, these other influencers um, who actually do things or who actually speak and do public speaking. Um, and you know, I forgot the brother's name, but he, uh, damn, Prince EA, do you know what I'm talking about? He has these like long speeches sometimes. He's, uh, he's like a little, he's probably like our age, um, highly attractive, but he like goes all over the place. Yeah, please like look him up because I'm, because he speaks really well. He said highly attractive, Chris <laughs> like, Well, let's see. Well, let's find out. Wait, no, hold on again. Yeah, I really wanted to, but it's like when you, when you, it's one thing to do something for other people. Um, if you're doing it like to put on social media or any other kind of situation um, for others to actually follow in your footsteps to do something similar, like I, w- I give back because I want everybody else to give back. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's the distinction. So if it is for a follow or for a like, then it has to be a don't just like this, do this as well. Like how... My integrity in that situation would be to create a movement. So I'm glad that you had mentioned that because I think, like, you're absolutely right. Like, you, everybody borders that that fine line where I feel that people should publicize it more because I think then more people realize that there's more issues that need to be handled. I think people realize that there's more, um, more problems that can be tackled so i definitely think that they should be publicized um i think where it comes where what phil was getting at with the whole movement Mm -hmm. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) 
I just showed him the Instagram for the guy for, for Prince EA. Yeah. I think that the whole movement, to piggyback on what you're saying, the whole movement thing is, are we educating people? Right. That's the thing. If you're just all like, hey, look at me, I saved a couple of children here, you know, at me, you know, or follow me or, you know, that's not that's not good enough because then people don't understand the why. Mm-hmm. And and I think in any industry, in any type of form of business, in any type of movement, you have to be able to 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 describe the how and describe the why. Mm-hmm. Describe the what. You need to do all the who, what, when, where, why, how. You need who, to be able to do that. what, when, where, how, why? 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 <laughs> it's a Tony Braxton why? song. It's a Tony Braxton song. That's why. It's Tony Braxton. <laughs> Go ahead. But, yeah, I, I, I think that's, I, I think a lot of people fall off in that. Like, you know, I, I can't remember if you know i'm thinking about celebrities and i'm thinking about movements and i can't really think of anybody off the top of my head where they're they're doing something i like i can think of people that were doing things but they never explain like why they're doing it and what what's going to be their plan of action to try and take care of the next step and then that's where the integrity falls off because i'm just like you just did it for some views and your next album drop it's it's based on the society that we live in too that makes people think that you got to be fake and plastic to be able to get those likes and comments and all that crap. That definitely, that definitely is true. And you know, honestly, with uh, Blair, you speaking about um, you not having your ears pierced, you can definitely tell the times have changed because there are so many earrings out there that are um, clip-ons. Mm-hmm. Like I legitimately just bought at least like ten to fifteen pairs of clip of, of clip-on earrings. Because I just think clip-ons are are amazing and they're beautiful. And to me, there's certain stuff that's like clip-on style that's like, you know, not like a regular earring. But I, I, I respect you for holding that down. And for other people, it may be not be such a big deal. But for you, it is. And I, and I completely respect mm-hmm. that. You know what I mean? Because there are other options. It's just like... They kind of make you seem like, oh, it's only this way. When it's, it's, really, it's really not only right. that way. It's a matter of convenience at the end of the day. Ab- absolutely. It's definitely a matter of convenience. Um, hmm. Like, it's really the, the thing that resonates with me is the whole honesty portion. And mm-hmm. I feel like if you don't explain yourself, once again, you're not telling the whole you're not to- telling the whole truth. But do, is it is it so what are the scenarios where it's like. Do you feel like everybody has to explain themselves? Um. No, um, but I think there's an obligation. I think it becomes obligatory the, 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 the bigger that you become, whether you're a celebrity or someone high up on the um, bureaucratic hierarchy, you know, wherever you're at, I think the higher up you are, I think you it becomes obligatory to make sure that you put on fires and steer people in the right way because I think a lot of people are very much very much are cattle-like in the sense that Mm -hmm. when they see one Mm -hmm. thing happening one way they go oh man she was an asshole when you up top can has maybe has a better view of what's going on and you can you can come down and say no 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 that's not what happened um it kind of goes back to the conversation that we were having before um with the whole um the the braids when we were having the conversation about the hair and the braids and stuff like that you know not saying that that uh what are their names? The Kardashians. The Kardashians um, said that. I'm not saying that at all. But 
with them in the position that they're in, was it obligatory for them to say, hey, they're not called that or hey, we should stop having this conversation. I think that's where the the, the, the question lies a lot mm-hmm. of times. I guess like I feel about it, it, it that leads us into another conversation about like celebrities as role models, which is a whole different conversation. But I'm, I think that like, so from what you were saying, mm-hmm. uh, Red, mm-hmm. Durr, <laughs> as you're going by today, <laughs> it sounds like sometimes we want to pick and choose scenarios where people kind of have to explain themselves or people don't have to explain themselves. And I'm kind of more under the umbrella of like, I'm not going to expect for people to explain themselves. I appreciate when they do, but I'm hesitant to put that as a requirement on people. I think the time when it's more desperately needed and most appreciated is if that person is in a position of influence and they do their actions are, um, they they do kind of see themselves like as role models in some way, shape, or form, and they're doing something because they want people to to imitate them or they want to have a particular influence on people. I think in those scenarios, yes, I would expect some type of explanation behind their actions. But if somebody's just out here just trying to live their life and people happen to, you know, um, follow follow them and try to emulate them without them th- without that being their their motivation I don't know if I would necessarily expect a um, explanation from those people so then okay so let me so let me ask you a question how do you feel because I think all that also is a completely deeper conversation when it comes down to like uh, social compliance and doing what others say and what others uh, following the first person who does something because let's say they're at the top of the chain or whatever have you, or even in social media or whatever it is. Uh, um, and I, cause as you were speaking, I'm reminded of this, uh, this documentary type of thing that was on uh, Netflix called the push about social compliance and about people who went against what it is that they stood for in order to move ahead, whether it was in their career or personally or whatever the situation was like, it's actually a like, um, another spoiler, uh, spoiler um like this this people uh one person was on the roof and the thing was you had to push the person that was at the edge of the the roof so it seemed like you killed somebody in order for you to be seen as this i had to actually i probably cut this part out because i'm not sure if i'm actually i'm very inaccurate with why he had to push them but the point is is that it was a percentage of some people their integrity was so high that they just could not do it and other people just looked at it as i'm trying to get ahead so let me just do this right here because i know that this is the only person standing in the way of me and what it is that is achieving my goal and i think that sometimes that not to judge anybody for making those decisions because that's your business, you know what I mean? Because that just defines who you are deep down inside, even though you're being socially compliant to do what you think is supposed to be done because someone else told you to do it. So it's like not having a backbone in my... Well, uh-uh. I think the other thing with that is because there's an audience, like 
just kind of like what you were talking about before, like would you would you still be doing the same things? Would you still be making the same decisions if nobody was watching, mm-hmm. if you didn't have an audience? I think that's really like the true definition of intention is the decisions that you make whether or or whether whether or not somebody is watching you and so much of how we feel and the things that we do are is caught up in other people's opinions now how much you you know care about other people's opinions that's you know that's on a scale but i think it's 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 a factor whether it's a small factor or a large factor like you care about what others think of you or how others see you so maybe that's a better way to think about it you care about how you are viewed by others like the the persona that that you want to put out there you have a specific way that you want people to see you and if you're behaving in ways that are that are that that are against that I think that's when you start to make decisions about your integrity and the genuineness of your intention and like why you're doing this or what it is that you are who you really are if you're doing it for other people or if you're doing this purely because this is like what you believe in i think we talked we i brought up uh if y'all don't remember one of the listeners uh his name was eric remember the guy i was on a train with and i spoke to and you thought yes. he was gonna be a problem from the beginning, but it was just you know we actually had a conversation just about like paying attention to people and asking sure he wanted to get to his direct correct direction. Um, and I think that you know even by me bringing it up, it was me bringing it up before was just to let people know that we need to actually start to pay attention to each other as opposed to be oh my god, PJ such a nice guy. You know, I mean it's it's that's like a deeper kind of meaning if that makes any sense, which goes back to those who are influencers who do things to push others to do things in a positive way. I mean, or, I mean, it could be whatever way you want it to be, just as long as it's... I'm, I'm pushing my own views again on everybody because I just really feel that people should help each other. But, you know, that's just me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I agree. I mean, the world would be a better place it if would. everybody I felt that way and that. everybody acted that way. Mm-hmm. I highly agree. There's like certain situations that I'm in and I can feel it in my spirit. And it's like, I know exactly what I should do and it's the right thing. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I don't even need to be like, question myself. I don't need to think about it. It's like, I just feel it. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just that feeling that you just have deep down inside. And it's like, like for example, if there is maybe a lady in front of me who's trying to cross the street, I'm late. I know I'm late. And I got to answer this message that just hit my phone right now. But I see this woman and she got all these bags and she's struggling. Do I ignore that and think about, fuck that, I'm late, I got to keep moving? Nah, because inside of me it's going to be something mm-hmm. hitting me with a hammer. Like, take the moment and stop and help. You know what's crazy about that? Some people <laughs> I mean, don't it's have true. I, I, some people don't. That's the thing. That's, that's what's so scary. And the reason why people, some people don't have that, and this is... And, and, Number one, remember, we are all born on this earth so innocent. We help each other as kids. Thank you. When you put a bunch of kids in a room together with who haven't, you know, been soiled with like negativity. Yeah. They help each other. Yeah. You know, it's just love. Yeah. Because it's it's something in us that is, you know, as we get older and experiences change us and yada, yada, blah, blah, blah. You know, not everybody has it still in them Mm -hmm. um, because it hasn't been pushed it hasn't been shown like, hey, this is the way you should live. Yeah, it's um, I don't know, like, and I, I feel I feel for those those kids, those those young people who become soiled with such negativity mm-hmm. because 
Um, one of one of the things that my dad, <laughs> I was speaking to him earlier today, but one of the things that my dad was telling me was that he was like, "You are so honest." He was like, "I don't know where you get that from." I was just all like, <laughs> "I just have I have a issue with being dishonest." Like, if you have ever noticed, I. Unless you specifically tell me, hey, like, hey, you can't say nothing and so, so, surprise birthday for, like, you know, Blair or PJ. Like, but other than that, I, I am so, like, what were you asking me? I'm not going to answer it because, like, I then I will be able to put my real views out there. But I'm so honest. And I've always held on to that portion of me as a kid because I'm all like, well, why would you do that? That would hurt the person. Or why would you say this? That would hurt them. You know, I'm always like that. But then somewhere along the lines, like you had said before, somebody have some people have smashed to bits their moral compass. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's nothing left of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, literally. I, I find myself sometimes in situations where I'm trying to do the right thing so bad that I create a way in order to make it happen. Right. Like, for example... Um, a part of my day job to pay the bills. Um, I'm not a restaurant worker. I am a host. But there are some times when there's people that still have liquid in their cups and they have not gotten up in this self-service place to take it to the bin. And I'm like, I gotta go. So other people will be like, yep, I'm just gonna snatch them. I'm not done. I understand you can finish it. I'm gonna take it and need to wash it. But me, no, I gotta be the one to go get a damn to-go cup. <laughs> you can keep it. I just need the cup, please. And I can't even stop myself in these situations. I mean, cause, and, and the funny thing is that that's just actually just naturally the way you are. I mean, I've observed you long enough and been friends with you long enough to realize. I can't stop myself. And, the, and that's actually a really good quality. <laughs> so, I mean, like, because you genuinely actually look out for the best interests of others. Like, yes. Even without them even knowing that you are. Correct. And you have a you, you're rubbing off uh, in general because, <laughs> you know, when I leave, I do certain things just, I mean, not and that's part of it's part of social compliance in a way. And it's part of actually le- to each other teaching each other how to be better because, you know, when I leave, I'll make sure, you know, a certain person has this and it has this cup and then I'll never have to worry about that. Exactly. Because it's, it's, a, it's a communication thing because now we're all I'm exactly. doing this for you and it's going to be paid forward for someone else to do it for someone else. And that's, I mean, that's just yeah. how I see things in general. And that's what it, it is. And it's like, I can't stop myself. And that's a good thing. Even so if I, mean, I wanted to just like, shut up, you cheetah, just do it. <laughs> do it. <laughs> so with us talking about, um, everybody kind of brought up the point about like, uh, when we were kids, we were probably the most honest and had the most integrity when we were children and whether or not that's kind of evolved or devolved um, as you've gotten older. I think that that's a point that we all kind of agreed on. So in that spirit, um, our dessert today, a.k.a. our final thoughts, I would like for everybody to share what their favorite little Debbie treat was when they were a kid. Or still now, if you're still eating Little Debbie's. Um, if y'all remember Little Debbie, um, it's, uh, I think the thing I can liken it the most to are like the Entenmann's. Like it's like the different like kind of treats that like came in like the box and they came in like sets of like six or eight, I think. So there's like the, the oatmeal cream pies and the the Swiss rolls and those different kind of things. So, yeah, so what's, your, what's your favorite? <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> you're already there. Yeah. It's a treat em. for when you're a child and a, an adult. Um, so your favorite little Debbie snack along with your final thought. 
Uh, I'll leave this one off because uh, it's excited about I, it. Yo, I got all excited. He got him at home, and now he's right. gonna go home and eat, eat them. them. Right? Eat them all. No, but you know what's funny? Like even you was talking about that because as a kid, I mean, growing up here in New York, I don't even think I'm not. I wonder if they still have them. But there used to be the Edmonds factory that was out here, where it was like uh, not the factory, but the warehouse. They used to have one in Jersey and, and Oh my yes god it was heaven. we just always just used to go there and get mm-hmm. stuff so i would say to answer your question my favorite and it's like so weird because they switch because i really love the zebra cakes mm. but the zebra cakes changed throughout the years number one they gotten smaller they have and they, they've changed their formula because it does not taste the same mm. uh, it's more drier it, before it was moist it was so it was so moist but um my favorite is the oatmeal cream pie Mm. Um, those are my favorite little Debbie snacks because I, you know, oatmeal, oatmeal. Um, I love oatmeal. So, um, and just cream pie. I mean, I mean, just cream. <laughs> little Debbie has turned into Big Deborah. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, excuse me. I'm gonna tell you right now, it is not Deborah. It's Big Deborah. <laughs> PJ Deborah. <laughs> All right. Oh my goodness. Um, and my how my. Did, how did the talk about snack cakes just go so left? Everything <laughs> goes left when you're talking about oatmeal cream pie. Big Deborah. <laughs> Big Deborah. Um, uh, and when it comes to me, I think my final thought is, um, no matter what happens. Uh, for me, you know, I've made some decisions and I've learned from them. I've thought I have done things that uh has been against what I stood for, and then I realized after doing them why I stood against them. Um, and going forward, like with my life, and I suggest anybody else who wants to actually take a really hard self in- inventory looking at themselves, um, as far as where they are. Uh, if if you look at the reasons why you're doing something, if you're doing something for the progression of just yourself or you're doing it for the progression of those that you come in contact with or whatever it is, define it for yourself so you can define what the what integrity your integrity means to you. Because for me, it just means doing something that's going to benefit those I come in contact with including myself but you know and i would never leave out myself but it's really so like i love the sense of community so that's important to to me and i yeah that's it that's mine kind of sort of boom pow (laughs) red uh let's see i think my favorite, we're specifically talking about Little Debbie. Mm-hmm. Um, I think my favorite, not little, Big Deborah, not Big Deborah. Uh, I think my favorite Little Debbie snack when I was younger was actually zebra cakes. Mm. I don't know what it was, but I felt like if you could get into a time machine and go back in time to my house when I was eating little zebra cakes. They were so good. They they the rappers would have been all over the place. Like every <laughs> moment, like clean this shit up. Um but my final thought is um I think that people get confused that they have to put themselves first versus other people. I think that it's okay at times to be selfish. 
because I think like you at, at there's at certain points in time that you need to work on yourself in order for you to grow for in order for you to um, be more than what you are right like part of this conversation was about growing up but I think we as human beings need to constantly 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 reevaluate why we're doing it if it's always because of selfish reasons then I think that you need to take a pause and kind of like you know make a couple of decision changes right because if we always leave you know people behind whether it be our family our friends who's going to be left but you you know at the top or at the bottom so um constantly reevaluate and and think about what you're doing is it right and is it for the greater good zebra cakes they were so good they were so good especially when they would melt and it was just like oh <laughs> you just it's, took it to another level okay. deborah that was in the come on deborah deborah oh. Summertime. Oh. I, I know, but he was just like Sorry. he made like this. I really had to decide when I bought those those yodels and yohos. I mean yodels, the oatmeal cream cakes, the long things. Do I want these zebras? I don't think I like the way they taste anymore. But you know, yeah, I don't like the way they taste right now either. Right, I'm like they're different. I'm like, what is this garbage? <laughs> <laughs> My favorite. Um, Little Debbie snack was the fudge brownies with the walnuts on them. I used to like those too. Those mm. were just so bomb that was good to too. me. Ex- at first, that, and also like the fact that they, it was like two of them, and they were like separated by like kind of like that that drift in the video and er, in the video in the, in video. the um in the <laughs> actual like package. Um, it kind of reminded me of how like a a, dom- a domino like a domino piece kind of mm-hmm. has like the divider like in the middle. So like. The, the fudge brownies with walnuts were like big like domino pieces to me, especially because like the walnuts like on each side, I don't know, to me it was just visually like a domino. Um, you made a video out of it, I know that much. Huh? Sorry. <laughs> I just saw the whole thing. For the song. Um, and so my final thought is wrapped up in just basically in in two decisions one i really do my best to try to live my life without any regrets and i know that that's not something that i can do with every single decision i make but that's really what i try to do is just think about like the pros and cons of of every decision i have to make and if i can live with the cons then you know i i make the decision kind of based off of that so it's a more it's a matter of making um, decisions without regret and can I sleep at night so to me that's kind of what my integrity is wrapped up in um so my favorite little Debbie cake is a tie Swiss rolls and fudge rounds child I take both of them, all of them, in between everything on top. In between, I I take the Swiss roll and break it in half and put and and use it like it will hold up my fudge round. That sounds like something else, but okay. It's a fudge round. It's flat. Okay. How can I, it sound like something I'm else? I'm just sorry. Go ahead. I think. Do you mean ding dongs? No. Swiss rolls, fudge rounds. I know what she's talking about. I got you. Swiss rolls, Swiss fudge rolls. rounds. Mm-hmm. You guys. Oh, 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 it's 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 an oatmeal cream pie. Just not okay. It's the same thing. Just, just the chocolate. chocolate. Yeah, okay, got good. Chocolate, good. On, chocolate, <laughs> on, chocolate. 
yeah. Um, so yeah, for in, in, integrity for me. Um, so every day I wake up, I open my eyes, and I give thanks for the opportunity to have another experience, another day to live and to be alive, and another day to be able to positively impact someone's life, whether that's by a smile, that's by a gentle help. Um, or it's just by listening. Um, I just strongly feel that us as humans should um, definitely reach out and have more positive human in- interactions. And also, I also try to challenge myself with being different. Challenge. By breaking out of my norm. And that doesn't mean I'm selling my soul. But it just means that I'm making different decisions to challenge myself and just try new things and, 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 and experience. And... Um, yeah, so that's integrity for me. All right, guys. Thank you so <laughs> much for um, taking the time to listen to us another episode of Highly Melanated. Uh, as we discussed before, you can follow us on Instagram, which is Highly Melanated Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter, which is H underscore Melanated Pod. That's P-O-D. Uh, and you can also email us. Okay, so Red is doing the body roll again. He does this yeah. thing. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you That's telling them? They can't because see. Because they can't see. Yeah. Yaddy, yaddy, yaddy. I'm going to be able to get through that he, little monologue. He's like Patrick Apow. <laughs> and speaking of getting through that, you know, wait, number one, again, you can just email us at highlymelanedpodcast at gmail.com. But I also want to, like, for us, before we go, to acknowledge the fact that not too long ago, someone... Has, hasn't taken his full leap, but is actually now making actions. Making strides. Making strides towards what it is that his goal has been. Oh, my God. Who? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, making strides. I like this option. <laughs> Everybody say strides. Strides. Banana. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but we're really, really proud of you, Red, for um, finally, like, you know, believing in yourself. And, yeah, that's all I want. That's all I want to say as, you know. Thank you. Because baby steps equal man steps. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. So, yes. not for nothing, it, it's funny. The integrity could, uh, talk has a lot to do with it, so. Yeah. You see how to tie works? it all in together. In the words of Blair, you better yeah. You yes. better. You better yeah. Yes. <laughs> I love this fucking <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. All right. So, as always, peace, love, and hair grease. Banana. Love and light, guys. Banana. <laughs> Bye. Banana. Apples and mangoes.